Descartes Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And Jenna didn't do her normal wiggles. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm prepared to do this podcast. <laughs> um, I did a little Clayton wiggle. Just a little wiggle, he says. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part entirely. <laughs> it was not in my notes at all. I feel ashamed and embarrassed. I just, like, wanted to forget about the penis moment that happened. It's all I could think about. To be fair, I'm thinking about this man's penis and what is doing with this penis entirely way too much. So let's just get, get into the podcast. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we, we have to move on um, because that's like an entire Patreon bonus episode, I think, is just like, how long does Jenna spend thinking about anyone's penis? Like, It's a 12 hour long podcast, I think. Molly's going to be so excited this weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk to Molly on the Patreon episode. If you're not subscribed already, you're making a mistake. Um, just, you know, log on for this session and then, you know, leave next month. We don't. Delete us afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Never listen to us again. It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, before we get started in the podcast, I thought of a question because I was watching the episode again today. Mm-hmm. Um, because famously I have ADHD and I didn't even catch the, the d- fucking discourse from the first round and I had to rewatch it again. So I understood. Um, but like immediately afterwards, um, Hulu automatically started playing the season of Paradise that oh. Chad was on oh. with Lace. Okay. And so like at the very beginning of that first episode, Chad, you know how they kind of asked like, who you want to see in paradise Uh, and chad is like oh i I would love to like hook up with lace or whatever (laughs) my question to you is who would you be the most excited about and Mm. the most mortified by someone at like just like i want to meet jenna oh yeah like such a good question uh, dang uh, current cast or i guess recent anything anything yeah that doesn't make guys. it easier i but. know it really doesn't does it i'm like that does not help me at all um i guess i would say i really would be excited to see like or i'd be like there to go with justin yeah yeah i'd be like i'm here justin. to meet justin oh yeah Kitty season mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And he would also just be great on Paradise. It's going to be really funny and good. And he can paint me terrible rose paintings. Oh, my um, gosh. I guess that would you would be- get them. <laughs> you'd get them, like, tattooed, I think, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> mortified, mortified. Probably one of my enemies. You know, just what, one like, of my many, many enemies. No, name them. Shame them. <laughs> Honestly, upsettingly enough, the first name came to my mind was Nick Vial. <laughs> you, what the fuck ever, you would be so excited if Nick was like, I'm excited to see Jenna, even if it was to fight. You would be like, like you would be the most excited to see Nick just to fight. Because I'm scared because I had that dream about him last night where it was like he was in my subconscious and he's like telling me to like be nice to him. <laughs> I feel like he's going to slide into the DMs and be like, Oh we should <laughs> okay you need to tell people who are not familiar um with your instagram stories mm-hmm. currently yeah what the dream mess. was because 
famously Instagram stories delete after 24 hours. So what <laughs> was true. the dream? What happened? A brief synopsis is I had a dream where I went to Nick's hometown and had dinner with his whole family. And not because I was dating Nick, but because they invited me specifically because they know about me and my online bullying of him. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to win me over and show me that they are good people. <laughs> That they should stop being mean to their son. And then... (laughs) Their 40-year-old son. (laughs) By the end of it, I was like, you all are good people. Thank you for having me. It was really sweet. And then I had a weird, like, erotic tension Uber ride back to LAX airport with Nick, where he also tried to convince me to stop talking about him. And in my head, I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna talk about you more now. Because I've smelt you. You know, um, it was really funny when my, like, problems with my, like, feet started happening. My mom all of a sudden was just, like, tinctures, like, oils. And I, I, like, kept Essential oils. I kept thinking, like, mom, I could get this so much cheaper from a podcast (laughs) that I know. And I was just, like, there has got to be, like, a Nick Vial coupon somewhere. (laughs) I didn't end up doing it because I'm, like, convinced they don't work, but we Mm -hmm. got other tinctures as mm-hmm. it were that worked mm-hmm. out fine how about you how about me for what bachelor paradise oh i hate it i just i you just wanted me to talk yeah i like <laughs> asking you questions and asking you to reveal things about yourself and i like to I, not be perceived famously yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, i would tracks. be really excited hmm. who would i be excited <sighs> i know it's so hard and i feel like all these pauses are just going to stay in because famously Andrew is um, intoxicated this evening and he won't want to <laughs> remove anything from the podcast. So I'm trying to think on my feet and I'm not very good at it. I would be really excited if um, Rick maybe or I, I – who's excited about Rick? I don't like Rick <laughs> – Rick did his best. I love Rick, but like <laughs> if Rick were excited to see me, I'd be like, honey, I would eat you alive. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Um Yeah. If I think of a good answer, mm-hmm. I I I should have thought of this before. No, I I'm, love it. I'm like famously like a people manager so I'm like one of those people like when we do the meeting like once per month we have like a meeting and I ask everyone the questions that are like what is your you know like what's your like special hobby or whatever and everyone fucking hates answering those kinds of things I literally asked that question on Thursday and I was like here's an out if you have a pet that you would rather show off instead like you can do that and literally everyone did that (laughs) so like I did you not even promote our podcast? It's no, I did. Hobby? In, okay, in good. the podcast, I told them that I um I do a bachelor podcast. Or sorry, in the meeting, I said I do a bachelor podcast. And Andrew's thing was I edit the bachelor podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, for my wife. Um, <laughs> shit, I I literally can't think of a good answer, and I'm sorry that I asked the question. But you, no, you're fine. You did well. Thank you. Under pressure. You know. Um, did you end up watching like most of that season though? The the paradise. Oh no! It literally just started. Oh yeah, that's true. I love, I love that season. Uh, it is insane. It's a wild season for sure. It's been a while since I've seen it, but like, 
he shits his pants on the beach. There's a bunch of other. We have so much in common. And he has a lot in common with Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden shit his pants too. I mean, <laughs> like I um at the very beginning, it was you know how they show like a preview for the whole season. He's like literally shaking lace in the pool. Who is mm-hmm. a very small person. Like she's mm-hmm. tall, but she's like really thin. And he's like. Mm-hmm. I I got money. I like I don't even know what he's doing, but I was just like, oh my god, we were really laughing at that like five years ago, and that's actually insane behavior, and that's really terrifying. <laughs> so, oh my god, real quick before we really get into the episode, somebody in our um uh, who <laughs> listens and follows has been listening to our old episodes. No, I don't want to talk about this again. <laughs> and I did, I and mean, briefly she was like, yeah, I mean, some of the Colton stuff is problematic now. <laughs> I didn't ask her specifically if she meant like what we said, but I was like, yeah, we've we've said some things in the last three years of podcasting. I'm sure. Yuck. I I don't even want to think about my opinions about that season. Oh, we were so <laughs> We only knew what we knew at the no, time. Exactly. She just was saying, like, you know, they don't hold the same light now. And I was like, yeah. Fair. I need to, like, stare at the ceiling about my former opinions for a while. <laughs> None of us knew. This we, podcast we... used to be, like, so fun where we were just like, ah, that's funny. And then now it's like, everything is a trauma. <laughs> Can you believe? Can you believe? <laughs> I think we're getting back to our fun stage. We're getting back to our just calling people gay for no reason. We yeah, mean. getting back to our wrong stage. Where it was fun to do podcasting. It was like the famous thing that's going on TikTok area. Like, I support women's rights. I also support women's wrongs. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's Just Danica. again, like, not revisiting the time that I was like, um, feminism is wrong. <laughs> I don't want a job. I don't. I don't want rights. I just, like... Oh, I would love it I mean, if I had, like, ten minutes to clean my house. Just, like... <laughs> at any point <laughs> please please oh goodness um so this week in bachelor nation news it was actually a really slow week in a lot of ways um i really couldn't find anything to like really put in here um that wasn't like you know violently depressing mm-hmm. um so i was like well astrid and her baby are healthy again which is good oh, they both I got covid that. which was unfortunate but they're well again and the photos are adorable we love Augie. Um, Just in of- case it sounded like I said, I love that. <laughs> after you said they got COVID, that is not what I meant. I meant it after you said they were better. <laughs> I just want to clear this up now because I already felt shame about it. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Um, speaking of babies, uh, Ashley I is still pregnant. Um, I'm pretty sure she's going through the longest gestation period ever. Seriously. Yeah. She's the only person to ever carry to term, I think. It's, like, been 25 months. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Famously, ele- elephants have, like, the longest ones, and I think they're, like, 30 months. So, oh you know, God, she's trying seriously. for it, and I'm, I'm impressed. I was thinking about her pregnancy, though, and, like, how, you know, she is going to hopefully have this baby soon, and I was like, like – what what do you think she's going to name the baby and do you think it's going to be a Jonas brother and which one? <laughs> oh my god. Clayton. Um but I'm trying to think like which Jonas brother broke Taylor Swift's heart? <laughs> Joe. Was it Joe? <laughs> yeah. 
Joe is the hot one. He is. I used to call, okay, like truly when I was in high school, I used to call Kevin Ugly Jonas. Like I just would not even acknowledge him. (laughs) I have never been a good person for even a second in my life. (laughs) But I mean, like, Joe is like apropos for the Mm -hmm. time that we're in. She can Mm -hmm. say we did it, Joe, and it would like get her like a few clicks on Instagram, you know? Like, (laughs) what's the other one's name? It's not Clayton. Kevin. (laughs) Kevin. Joe. Jonas. 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 (laughs) What is his name? Seriously, is it Nick? Yeah. Oh, ew. Ew. Okay, well, maybe she'll it's name probably it. probably Nick, though, because aren't she and Nick by all friends? Yeah, true. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if he's the godfather? Ah! Oh, no. I just I think it's going to happen. This is Fall. a lot, and I don't want to think about it. Okay, that's true. We'll move on to the thing I love to think about, Clayton's PP. Um, <laughs> it was reported on TikTok this week. <laughs> reported on TikTok? I'm, this is the end of the podcast. I'm finished, officially. <laughs> it was reported. On TikTok this week, Clayton, the man talked about how Clayton raw dogged his girlfriend on his couch, and he came in and saw it. And uh, then he saw a preview for The Bachelor, and he was like, "Excuse you, what?" I am dying. <laughs> I, I think like I was about to. I was about to have my bravest moment in the podcast when I was just going to admit that I think Clayton is hot. And then, like, you're saying all this information, and I'm just, like, (laughs) raw dogging is hot, too. Like, obviously, be safe, everyone. But, like, I'm just, I'm, like, digging myself a hole. Yeah, I just learned a lot. I'm I'm adding that to my list of notes I take about Andrew and Danica's sex life. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not sure even exists. (laughs) It's, like, I will say, as far as, like, Tinder dates go... Andrew is the most responsible, like, Tinder date person I have ever, like, connected with. Like, he, Mm -hmm. like, he keeps condoms. He kept them – famously, he kept them in the same drawer as he kept Taco Bell packets. So it was just, like, reach into the side drawer and, like, pick something out and, like, you know, whatever. But, like – That's good. That's good. Good man. Good man. Good Um, on you, Andrew. We wish uh, Clayton and his future many children um, <laughs> luck. <laughs> that's going to happen. Oh. Sperm donors are, you know, that's an admirable profession. That's true. Yeah, that is <laughs> the new job for him. Um, influencer for SpawnCon. SpawnCon. <laughs> is Spawn a thing? Oh, I don't even know if I know that word. SpawnCon? 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 Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it works. Um, and then lastly, before we get into the episode of recapping, we were in a really cool uh, article for Them magazine mm-hmm. um, this week uh, talking about diversity issues in the Bachelor franchise. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and make sure you go to their website and check it out. Um, a couple of our friends were in as well. Ash Talks Batch. Yeah. today uh, Bachelor diversity um, yep. campaign and Game of Roses. And it was just a really good article. It was really good. I was, like, reading it on Tuesday night, which is part of the reason that I missed the (laughs) entire conversation (laughs) about ADHD, because I was like, I can read, I can't listen. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it was really, really well written, and I was like, I'm so happy we got to be a part of it. Um, Yeah. Definitely check that out. 
Thank you. We love everybody here in our little community. Cook Bachelor Nation. Woo-woo. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about before we move on to what actually happened. <laughs> I want to talk about, um, speaking of, you know, like, queer community and representation in Bachelor Nation. I hear that you leveled up in the gay community today. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna got a haircut this last week. And she got the... We lovingly refer to it as, like, the Portland mullet. It's, like, very – it's very in for Portland right now. I love it. I love it. I love it. You look so good. You look so Thank chic, you. so hot, so cool, and beautiful, and kind. And um, – I also well, look like a faggot. Yeah. <laughs> According to uh, Observer from <laughs> driving around in Portland uh, while you're wearing the gayest shirt I've ever seen before – the shirt says, I survived the Twilight baseball scene, but now I'm gay. Um, yeah, this man drove down uh, Grand Avenue and drove past me, did a double take, and then screamed faggot at me. And I was like, oh my god, I should message my hairstylist and tell her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she really Good killed job. it. <laughs> Go give her more money. Like, exactly. does she have a tip jar? Can we do this for her? <laughs> Please. So, yeah, thank you all. I am um, looking to get um, booed up with... A nice queer in town. It's real hard to do, surprisingly. There's a lot of gays here, but they're all coupled up or insufferable. Um, mm. So <laughs> I'm just trying. You know, anything I can do to help the cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I decided to get a shag it. Yeah. Oh, that is oh, so good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm writing that down. That's really good. Um, yeah, congratulations again on, you know, leveling up. You've evolved. It's like a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. You've evolved in the community, and I congratulate you. Thank you. Um, But uh, going back to straight people. Mm -hmm. um, So this episode starts with the women in this season who are, for some reason, very excited to spend the next five weeks or so in, like, a (laughs) two-foot-wide bed that looks like an Ikea bunk bed. Like, probably comfortability zero. Like, you know when you, like, um, book, like, an Airbnb or something, and it's like, oh, this looks so aesthetic, and then you sleep in the bed, and you're like, oh, my God, I would rather die than live here. (laughs) Like, um, I did that this summer. I stayed in one in Olympia, and I slept on the floor because the bed was, like, smaller than a twin, I feel like. And it was not at all. Oh my God. <laughs> See, this is, like, the real barrier for fat people being on The Bachelor is because, <laughs> they, like, the beds are literally Absolutely. just cannot accommodate, like, a plus-size body. It's insane. Oh, my God. Um, Jesse Palmer comes in, and he's like, hey, remember me? Um, no, we don't. Um... <laughs> This show definitely works. Like, we feel the love in this room. And I was, again, I don't remember Jesse's season, but I did look it up because I was like, what the fuck am I missing here? And um, I think Cassidy jumps in. She's like, does this show really work or something like that? And he's like, I'm glad you asked. Yes. And then, like, there's this look of awe that sweeps across the room. And then, like, again, just reading it, he is not married to the woman. (laughs) That he, like, ended the show with. So I'm like, you do not have experience knowing. And if I check my notes, uh, looks like the record shows that it's not actually pretty good. <laughs> the, the marriage record is uh, pretty bad, in fact. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's what I'm seeing on my notes here. I, uh, I was in a meeting earlier this week. I was famously late for a meeting like I am with every meeting ever. And they were talking about, I think, that show Yellow Jackets or something. Mm. And I came in and they were just like, oh, yeah, we were just talking about this show. Like, have you seen it? And I was like, no. And they were like, just talking about it. And they were talking about like, oh, like, it seems like a show you'd be really into. And I was like, um, I watched The Bachelor. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm like a beacon of like taste. <laughs> so, but they, uh, they were talking about how they remembered Trista and Ryan. And I was like, yeah, that was truly the last successful relationship, wasn't it? <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh goodness yeah I mean it can work for sure and I still hold out hope for the people that do make me feel a little like oh you know um, mm-hmm. Desiree Chris things like that you know my favorite couple are in Lauren <laughs> anyway whatever um, interpret but yeah, there's... those sounds as you will <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping our audience knows me well enough <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fingers <laughs> that crossed. Just lose us like ten subscribers. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, we get a normal uh week first, like real week of the Bachelor, y'all. We're gonna have some group dates and a one-on-one date, and um, not really a rose ceremony. <laughs> oh, love this! I love going back to this format where there's no closure any <laughs> week, and it makes me just anxious to end it. Um. <laughs> So, uh, Teddy, Nancy, Melina, Gabby, Kira, Mara, Sierra, Genevieve, Serene, and Cassidy are up first, and they get the lovely date of doing TaskRabbit for free <laughs> for Hillary Duff. Um, and I was just, like, thinking, like, have you ever seen that show Nathan for You? Yes. For listeners who have not ever seen Nathan for You, you're making a mistake. Yeah. Um, he basically, like... It's, like, a Comedy Central show, and Nathan Fielder goes and, like, advises businesses on just, like, really bad ideas to help their business grow, but, like, sometimes it works. Like, I don't know if you saw the headline, like, a zillion years ago that was, like, it was, like, a play on Starbucks, and it yeah, was, I was just called, like, the Starbucks fake Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah, and, like... It became this whole thing where it was just they like changed all of the names of all the Starbucks drinks to just like fake Starbucks or you know like fake Frappuccino or something like that or like it was dumb Frappuccino or something like that so that they if they ended parody up getting sued law. by Starbucks they could use parody law and it was so fucking funny but anyway this whole thing um, reminded me of this one episode where Nathan comes up with his idea to hire. Like, to save a moving company from going out of business by hiring this, like, really buff guy to um, do, like, an infomercial and, like, go on a news spot and pretend, like, he got buff by, like, moving shit around (laughs) so that people would basically pay to join a moving company so that they could do, like, a workout. Wow, yeah. And, um... (laughs) It would save, like, the company's, like, overhead cost of, like, hiring people. Um, So I think in a similar way, Hillary Duff was, like, come play with some kids in order to win over the heart of this goofy white dude. And I get free labor, so I don't have to do anything like that. Um, She's a genius. Like, the most genius move, truly. Um, They're all, like, assigned 
cute little silly little tasks, you know, <laughs> like Genevieve is decorating the cake, which is a colossal disaster in my opinion. Like, did you see that? Holy <laughs> it shit. Was so gross. She's like, but it's my cake. I love it. It's like, okay, are we watching Nailed It right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, Melina, who is my wife, I think I texted you because again- Famously, we don't get to watch at the same time anymore, and you're, like, two hours after me, and I was just like, the clown is my wife. You will understand in two hours. Um, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> she, she like, sets up the clown station. Gabby and Cassidy are asked to build, like, a life-size, like, dollhouse thing. Um, it doesn't make any sense. One thing I was thinking as I was watching is that Gabby – her just her voice sounds mm. like Jenny Slate in that Nick Kroll show, mm. um, where it, I'm trying to. Oh, it's like, and I'm Liz, you know, like it's very. <laughs> it's hard to explain unless you've seen the show, but like, she's very much that character, like in my head. <laughs> um, uh, she was like yeah. very much like very annoyed that Cassidy wasn't. Helping. Participating. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. And I, what I find interesting is, like, both there's two times this episode where the women are saying to, like, the cameras, like, bitching about another woman not doing something. And they're like, and I would say that to her face, just not here. And I found that interesting. No, somebody Genevieve watches does the show. it, too. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, we'll say it. Yeah, just say it then. Say and it. I guess they kind of do, you know, I don't know, people get called out later. But I kind of love this, like, new... I don't even know what it is. It's almost like a call out to the audience. Like, you know, like, I'm not just doing this to be, like, a petty bitch or whatever. I really believe that she's, like, a a monster or whatever. And I was like, Mm -hmm. interesting thing. (laughs) I Um, have to hold on to the little things that I notice. (laughs) Literally. Because the – not that the show isn't problematic, but there are fewer things for us to latch on to. Like, fewer big, yeah, exactly. big picture things. And, like, exactly. lots of, like, little nitpicks that we can be like, oh, my God, what a fucking bitch. Um, Gabby is apparently the only one, you know, she's, like, sort of like Bobby in uh, Queer Eye, where Gabby built a house and nobody else is fucking doing anything. Um, except for the sound engineer who has, I don't know. Who the fuck is this guy? Like, everyone with misophonia, like, raise your hand. We're all in the support group together because the the sounds coming from the kissing in this episode. I know it's been talked about before and it's, like, probably hack to bring it up again. But I have to say it. Like, I want this recorded in history. This was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. It was really particularly bad because we do notice it sometimes before. But I was like, whoa. This is <laughs> this is like the waves at the end of every season, but like with mouths. And it shouldn't sound like that ever. I um the only thing I can really compare it to is when I was a kid, sometimes my aunt would pick me up after school and we would go to um basically Idaho's version of like in and out but they had like mm. really really tall like ice cream cones. Oh, fun. Like really tall. Yeah, those are like claim to fame. Yeah. And my aunt would lick the ice cream cone. That is a sound I hate. And she would go mm. every single time. Like she can't help it and I'm not like how Actually, Josh no, I fucking hate her. it. 
<laughs> I know. I, I <laughs> seriously, it was like a Josh Murray greasy pizza sound. It was like lick sound and then mm, <laughs> every single time. And I like it was like the same signal in my head that was just like emergency. Get away from this. <laughs> like that was happening at those kissing sounds. And like Cassidy's just like making out. Go you. Like. Do whatever. I don't want to do labor. <laughs> I, I do not dream of labor. I dream of making out only. Like, go you for, like, following the dream. <laughs> I loved it so much. She was so – I was, yeah, when she there's an image of her sitting down while Gabby was doing the work, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would do that. She's like, I, mean, I don't like, give a truly. shit about this birthday party. I don't really care. I'm only here for Hillary Duff. Like, Hillary Duff thinks I'm not good at building a dollhouse. I don't care. Um, she's like, I'm not here to build a dollhouse. I'm here to build a relationship. I'm like, okay. But <laughs> she got to sit down for three hours to think of that line. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, y'all aren't getting paid, like, real-life dollars to be on this show. <laughs> Which she brings up later. And I was like, yes, can we unionize these fucking shows? Yes. Unionize these bitches. Like, like you're not getting paid. Why should you have to build a fucking dollhouse for a child that's not yours or Hillary Duff's? <laughs> like, what is this about? <laughs> right? If that is Hillary Duff's child, I apologize. Because, like, truly, I just thought it was random kids. It is. They're just, they're, they're child actors. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did see that Instagram story. Like, yeah. some, what I do love about the most recent seasons of The Bachelor is that you do these, like, deep dives where you're like, they have like a they have a green screen in paradise, and I'm like, okay, that might be true, but like, why does it matter? <laughs> I don't know, but it does. And like the child actor thing feels like really similar to me, where yeah. it's just like, okay, but like, does that actually matter? Like, well, this whole date is pointless, right? It only matters because everyone's real pissed off at Cassidy for not doing her share, but she's like, I'm not getting paid; these children are getting paid, so it's good, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's she basically is just saying like. Gabby, you know, is, you know, rightfully saying, like, I did all the work in the group project mm-hmm. and Cassidy gets to make out with this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I, too, dropped out of college and my last project in college was one where I did all the work and nobody else did anything. But <laughs> I feel like Cassidy is so you because also she sits down with the kids and she has this moment where she's like, don't say that about me. Okay, I like kids i think it's awkward interacting with kids for me i'm an only child like i don't think i have like a natural ability to be able to connect with children but i would never do the thing that cassidy does where she's like um i spend as little time with people as you know like with small children as possible and i'm just like oh my god we cannot keep doing this thing where it's just like child-free people being like oh kids are so gross like who would ever hang out with kids like that's just that's just dumb come on now (laughs) it's ignorant they're our future they will control (laughs) i believe i just i just don't want to be around them shut the fuck up um so yeah even though genevieve was the one that decorated the cake for this child actor (laughs) cassie takes it upon herself to you know, present it to the birthday girl or the lawn. Yeah. I think that she did Genevieve a favor because the cake looked like shit. (laughs) Did you guys fucking see that? Like, I looked at the screenshot again of just, like, what the cake looked like before, and I was like, it looked better on the ground. That boy jumped and ate it. Like, it was fine. Kids love being gross. Like, (laughs) it's fucking fine. (laughs) 
<sighs> but I guess I I will I do understand how it's frustrating. Like if mm-hmm. you do the thing, you should probably be the person to present the thing. Yeah. Like no one on Project Runway is like, I'll let someone else show my horrible garbage art project. You know what I mean? Like you you present the work that you did, so you get equally roasted for the <laughs> shit that you made in twelve hours. Um, it would be like if they made Bennett, you know, show off um, Blake's uh, clay penis. From- <laughs> they should have. That would be so funny. And now we swap art projects. <laughs> and you have to try to fix whatever somebody else was trying to do. And someone makes Justin's, like, horrible rose art piece better somehow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Hmm. Yeah, so... Cassidy basically yeah there's this whole moment with Genevieve in the the background where she's like I would tell Cassidy to her face all of this <laughs> like it's not just me like talking shit but honey it's just you talking shit so mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. um then we go to like the evening portion of the date I really thought that Hillary Duff and Clayton had a connection to be honest I'm just like <laughs> end the fucking show here I don't know if she's married I know nothing um because I was not one of the people that got to go to the Hillary Duff concert, even though I wanted to go. So I just, like, abandoned her at that point. Um, fair. Fair. I feel like my family, when I was in, you know, like, middle school to high school years, when Hillary Duff was, like, really relevant for mm-hmm. my age group, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we got, like, a coupon for Direct TV because I was famously poor when I was a child. And... Um, after like six months or so, I didn't have access to it anymore. So I just like, I didn't really know all the Hillary Duff songs and I didn't get a go. That's so sad. Um, Hillary Duff played at the same place, like the Idaho center that my mom and Andrew saw Tool last night. So (laughs) (laughs) a beacon of culture, Hillary Duff (laughs) playing at the Idaho center. I love it. And it's so sad that you didn't go to either of these concerts. No, I know. So sad. I'm... I'm just sad for all the culture he's missing out on. (laughs) Didn't you feel that there was, like, a connection? Like, she was touching arm in a way that I was like, oh, my God, get married. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She did seem really obsessed with him more than, like, you know, um, the average viewer because we don't Mm -hmm. know him. Um, I was like – because everyone was so excited about Hillary, and I was too. But then when I was just like, she likes him? I don't trust her now. It's okay. It's okay. Do you not trust me anymore because I said that I finally have just accepted the fact that he's hot? Listen, listen, I have. I didn't want to say this on the podcast, but I would raw dog this man because oh, yeah. have you seen these thighs? Yes. Have you seen these thighs? I mean. Yum. Oh, my. Anyway, cancel me next week. Um, We're writing this down to delete it from the podcast because yeah. Jenna will not admit. Um <laughs> But then we go to the evening portion of the date. Um, He's talking to lots of people. Um, Serene talks about how she became a teacher, how meaningful the position is to her. Um, He loves it. And he does the whole, like, there's something we haven't done yet. (laughs) And then smooches. And, like, I'm all about, like, asking for consent and stuff. But Mm -hmm. this wasn't quite that. And I was like, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um and then like back where all the women are like gathered together, they like see this rose and like the I don't remember what her it's the clown person, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a clown. 
is just like, have we talked about the rose? She also kind of looks like Kylie Jenner <laughs> before the like lip implants. Um, and then Cassidy's just like being a bitch. I kind of love this, just like as a viewer. She's like, I know he's going to give it to me. I feel extremely confident in our connection. Um, and then everyone kind of starts like piling on. Mm-hmm. About the how the you know she wasn't helping in the date, etc. She says her classic line: "We're not getting paid for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not here to decorate a party. I'm here to date Clayton." And it's like it's it's pretty iconic because it's so it, good. It's so bitchy and like so exactly the thing that would get every single ra- person riled up, myself included, if I was there, right? Because mm-hmm. I would be like, "Yeah, no one wants to be here f- to do fucking you know task chores. Stuff. Yeah, no one wants that, but like." That's the whole fucking deal, bitch. Like, we are here to do stupid shit to get time with this stupid man. Mm-hmm. So I would be, like, pretty mad, and obviously. But it's, like, it's funny, though. And she's it's not like, wrong. No, it's one of those things where everyone is wrong. Like, <laughs> like Cassidy is right in this situation, and everyone else is, like, kind of right, too. But the way that it's framed just makes everyone sound psycho. Like, <laughs> like... Like, yeah, you didn't pull your weight in the group project. And then someone's saying, like, the group project doesn't make any sense. Like, those two things are actually true. (laughs) And you're all wrong, actually. It's wild. Like, Cassidy's basically like, we were just there to have fun. No one's paying us. And then Kira's like, you talked to him for 30 minutes. What were you doing for the other three hours? Um, And... Cassidy's like, I'm simply not going to apologize for not hanging enough streamers. And, like, Kira, what she was doing in that three-hour period was setting up her arc in this, like, storyline. She need- she was busy, bitch. Yeah. Like, she needed to do the work to make this season interesting. Because mm-hmm. nobody else was fucking pulling their weight and making the season interesting <laughs> to me. It's a so. very, very Corinne thing. Like, she was like, I'm- I was napping. What do you want from me? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln takes naps. <laughs> Best line of all time, I swear. Um, so yeah, Clayton has, of course, no idea that any of this is going on. He's just, like, oblivious to it all, but he's hanging out with Teddy, um, and she opens up about how hard it is to see him with other women. Like, what, girl? Like, day two. It's, yeah. Um, I'm just like, does he like me? Does he still like me? Like, you just got a first impression rose. Chill, girl. Um, like you're the only person that has validation. Yeah, so I know. Far. Like, yeah, I was like, you can't ask. Oh, this is okay. Um, Clayton assures her that you know she has nothing to be concerned about, and I will give you validation. You know, just keep being who you are and keep doing you, and that'll be more than enough. It's like that's not. He's really... basically just saying like <laughs> you're really fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. Is that not enough? <laughs> Trust me, Clay- Clayton like, <laughs> Daddy like. <laughs> Um, next up we get a uh, stunning Sierra who's just wearing like full on body glitter I head to toe. <laughs> I loved it. She's like sparkling, stunning. I love it. Yes. Um, she's like, I'm really bubbly, and then Clayton is like an idiot. It's like, I like how bubbly she is. He can't form a thought on his own. Like, they have to tell him his own thoughts, <laughs> I think. It's like kind of an endearing quality, I feel like. <laughs> 
Just like, you sweet little dummy. <laughs> sweet little baby. <laughs> um, he also really likes Gabby and their conversation. He says it flows really naturally. I don't know. We don't see a ton of it. Um, what happens next? Let's see here. Oh, he and Genevieve do like a cake <laughs> and i'm just like ma'am you should have given up the first round but uh again it's like the nailed it donald trump cake every single time she does something this if you image. don't know what that is look it up it's the funniest thing in the world this image. i'm gonna have nightmares i'm dying like whenever i like Actually, this didn't happen for the past few seasons because I was burnt out. But, like, I sometimes put in, like, reaction images. Like, when so Jenna knows what I'm talking about as we read through it while we're doing the podcast. And I don't think she saw it I before. I I was like, oh, my God. I have – you have to watch this specific episode where they, like, try to remake the Donald Trump cakes. You – I don't think I've ever laughed this hard <laughs> as when they made this cake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upsetting. It's so scary. But it also uh, comforting in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so her cake looks like that. Um, oh, my God. And so then eventually, of course, it's Cassie's turn to sit down with um, our slut. And um, how much you know, she talk- oh, this is This is where I don't really like her. You know, I'm just like... I guess I like her as a villain, but she's just so like in his face. Like, it's like over really like the you. top. Yeah. Oh, it was very no, Demi. I, I didn't like it in Demi either. No. Mm. I. It makes sense as a villain. I wish they would like pull it back a little bit mm-hmm. to their. You saw a reason that like the lead liked them, mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. was all this other shit going on. Mm-hmm. But they're like laying on the villain paint so thick. That we can't see why the lead actually likes them. You know what I mean? That is it. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Um, And he's like, but I really like how confident you are. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just make out and she goes back to the group. Disgusting. Um, Cassidy, in her, like, prediction of... You know, like, at the beginning, she was like, I just feel really confident about her connection. And it's just, like, one of those things where you don't need to say that to other people. Like, you, like, I don't think, okay, let's just talk, like, literally if we were in this position, right? Like, Mm -hmm. people wouldn't say that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So, like, either, like, there's something going on in the background where it's, like, she doesn't feel a connection. She wants to stay on the show. She's talking to producer. Producer's like, this is what you can do. Oh, like, wow. This is my own Jay and Anna. Yeah, that just on. got me very horny. <laughs> I know. I, I could feel it. Like, I felt the, like, Twitter patient in the air. But, like, I just, like, cannot imagine anyone saying that of their own volition. So it's just like, okay, well, like, if you don't feel a connection with this guy, like, Here's how you can stay on for a little bit longer. Yeah. Or something. Say it and then, and then we can use that footage and we can right. like further on this. Or they're making it up on their own. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's just like it. it is not how human to human you like <laughs> react with other people. That's so dumb. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So like she ends up getting the group date robes. Everyone's really upset. We cut to commercial. Producer asks Cassidy how her date rose smells. And I'm just like, that's not a normal question either. <laughs> how does that smell? What? Weirdo. Okay. Like, the answer. <laughs> She's like, it smells like victory. And I'm just like, 
Again, you know how I, like, have never bought into this show being scripted? Like, mm-hmm. some – these are the things that make mm-hmm. Jenna types, like, mm. <laughs> this. I'm, I'm glad I'm slowly bringing you into the pit. <laughs> no, I I refuse. I'm not going that far, but <laughs> wild. Um. Yeah, I was, like – it was just so obvious this time. That's why she got that she got the rose, the group date rose. And it was, like, moments like that where she's, like, saying these lines. And I was like, yeah, the producers need to either hire a better actor or, I don't know, get, like, get her to just, like, be a little drunker so it comes off more naturally. I'm not yeah. quite sure what we need, but it's, it was very, like, okay. Okay, Cassidy. Ugh. I don't, it's And then, yeah, it reminds me of Corinne where she, like, smells the rose. I think there was, like, another lady that did that. Um, it's like, oh, it's so weird. Uh, speaking of weird, I guess it's not really that weird, but we have the Hannah Brown lookalike and she's back and she gets the one-on-one rose, Susie. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. She's fine. I feel like because we're so far into the podcast, we don't have to talk a whole lot about their date. Yeah. I But I thought it was good. Like I thought I was just like, oh, I can see them together and this feels like cute mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. nice and yeah. like she was class clown in high school and mm-hmm. he seems to like really vibe with her mm-hmm. um they had this like moment where they were talking about how long their parents have been together and her dad going into basically like multi uh like organ failure mm-hmm. um and like it was just like one of those like soppy moments that i like didn't know how like it's like obviously like that's like really tragic but i think until you until you like experience a health scare Mm -hmm. yourself you don't really know like how impactful that kind of thing is that's true so i wanted to be next to you so badly last month like i was like i want to be there i'm so mad that you're not in portland right now and i couldn't come and just like look at your feet for you (laughs) yeah i yeah, again, I I don't want you to look at my feet. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's the healing process. <laughs> and you keep looking at my feet, and I, I feel it every single day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, Andrew and I had, like, Andrew doesn't – he's not, like, a crier. And, like, he, like, told me, like, he was, like – he, like – I think I've, like, seen him cry twice and, like, heard about a few other times when he was just, like – you know, in those, like, feelings, and that was, like, one of the only other times he's cried since we've been together, and I was just like, oh, it's relatable. <laughs> um, but I really like Susie. I think that they're, like, a good match, honestly. Um, I have nothing really – I have nothing against her. I guess I'm just, like – I just want more. She just seems so, like mm, – like she's made in a lab for the show. Mm-hmm. But I also thought Clayton was made in a lab, so – I guess it's you're very right. Perfect. <laughs> They're perfect for each other. It's true. Um, he gives her the rose in front of a person who's singing, and it's very awkward, but mm-hmm. they are cute. Um, she is gorgeous. I do worry about how heavy, how much hair she has on her head. It's so much. All of the women. Oh, I know. True. It's so much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh my god. The weight is heavy. Truly. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Meanwhile, like as the scene is going on in the mansion. Cassidy is sort of sharing group date wisdom. Uh, I think she may have read the Game of Roses book. Um, 
So she's like coaching Shanae. <laughs> and she's like, tomorrow's very important. The earlier you get started, the fucking better. Um, early connections are what lasts. Like it's, truly, Game of Roses. Hello. She really wants to. I was like, this is such so much gameplay talk. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Um so, yeah, Shanae will be our next villain because <laughs> she's going to be trying to compete for this early connections as well um, alongside Marlena, Elizabeth, Kate, Sarah, Lindsay, Rachel, and Tessa on the final group date of this week, which we get Z-Way. Uh, and unfortunately, they underuse her in typical fashion, but it was still pretty great. It was still so good. I was like, when they when Z-Way was announced, I was like, I wonder what this is going to look like because I don't – for listeners who haven't, you know, seen Z-Way in action, she really does ask, like, especially white people, the yeah. most uncomfortable questions. Yeah. And not to say that the questions that were asked weren't uncomfortable, but it – the way Z-Way asked questions uh, – would have been a lot different mm-hmm. in a non-Disneyfied, like <laughs> non-ABC context. Uh, but I still think she did like a really great job of navigating the situation in a way that they would air yes. that uncomfortableness, which I texted you about like earlier in the week, and I was just like, "Thanks, Z-Way, for Z-Way," because. Of Shanae. You know, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, so oh. just to get started, I want us to just answer all of the the hard questions, the red flag <laughs> questions that Z-Way is asking. So have you sent a nude photo? And literally LMAO, yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> this image of Clayton is so happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fucking slut. Have you, you been not heard? Um... And, like, famously for her birthday, every single year, Jenna, like, sends out a nude and requests nudes from people. Yes. And this last year, I was late in doing it, and she was like, where is your nude? Mm-hmm. And, like, it is very consensual. So, like, and Jenna and I have, like, a very close personal relationship. So it wasn't, like, a pressure thing. But it was just, like, you're right. I was late in sending my nude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you don't love me. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Please laugh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to drink my whiskey. And there we go. Have you ever faked an orgasm? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 When was the last time? Mm. Um, yeah, in the pandemic, there was a person who was jackhammering, like we uh-huh. talked last week, and... Just, like, on top of me in a way that was uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, that was so great. (laughs) And I famously can come really easily. Mm -hmm. Like, I did stand-up bits about that, but it's, like, based in reality. I can come very easily. And that's always been unfortunate when I've had sex with men because they think that they, like, did an amazing job. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. You could have just, like, breathed on me and I would have been, like, good to go. Um, But in this case, I faked it. Mm -hmm. I try not to, though. Yeah. yeah no. Don't give credit where credit is meant to. Yeah. 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 Famously, Clayton uh, has not faked an orgasm, but every single woman in that room said that they did. I have. <laughs> Smiley face. Um, have you ever cheated on a partner? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My ex-husband. I was trying to get out of the marriage, and mm-hmm. I was 
cuckoo at that time. I was not, like, thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. So I cheated. I've yeah. also cheated. It's been a really long time. Right. And, like, I don't know. I really think that the way that I was, like, raised and how, like, relationships, like, like, for example, like, when I had boyfriends in high school, that stuff had to be kept a secret from my mom. So yeah. I think I just got, like, really used to keeping secrets and just did not have any idea of how to communicate. And that's not an excuse for my behavior because, yeah. But, yeah. obviously, I think, like, cheating is not the greatest option mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. there was definitely, like, other ways to handle that. But I think the way that relationships were modeled to me was really kind of fucked up and i think it messed with my head when i was in my early 20s and like i i've definitely like figured out like better ways of going about things like that but i've definitely like i was not yeah i was not my best self yeah same and that's like how i felt like i wasn't my best self but yeah i don't i relate to what you're saying like you if you yeah you don't you are grow, you know, be raised on a lot of honesty-based yeah. <laughs> practices. It can be really, like, the easier way out of a relationship or whatever. It's not. It's not. Um, but, yeah, when we're younger, oof, boy. Have you been cheated on, just out of curiosity? Oh, my God. Have I? No, I guess not, if I had to think about it. Or not. Uh, no one told me, at least. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Now I'm going to think about that all night. Thanks, Danica. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I've definitely been cheated on also. And it's like, it's so interesting too, because like, uh, like, yeah, again, just like in my early 20s, like, yeah. I feel like everyone around me was just like fucking around and finding out. And so like, when we were fucking around, it was fun. And when we were finding out, it was the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> so... That is like the new motto for cheating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fuck around your partner and then they find out. Truly. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Um, last question. Have you ever felt judged by the women in the house? I have. In this particular house? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. I, I truly have. I've never met a single one of them and I feel judged. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that uh, Shanae wouldn't like you, Danica. Shanae was the person that called you a faggot outside of the car earlier, famously. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, like Shanae at the very end of this uh, raises her I have paddle up really quickly, um, which prompts the question from Z Way. Um, Shanae uses that time to discuss that she was like really quiet at first when she came into the house, and now her personality, like her. Her more outgoing self, Shanae is coming out. Um, so the women don't like her because of that. And I'm just like, well, you're just not a very likable person. And uh, anyway, uh, this is where I think Siwe did like a brilliant move. Like she says, oh, can you nene? And I think that's the only question, the only hard question, quote unquote, that ABC would allow her to utilize and then Shanae's like yeah it looks like this right and she does the whip Nene thing and to me it was just like a a brilliant moment where like you don't have to make the joke like you don't have to make fun of people but you just let people act how they're gonna act Mm -hmm. and you just get to like kind of look into the camera and be like hmm Hmm. 
that's all. Just let them speak for themselves because yeah. that's funnier than any joke you can make about them, basically. <laughs> so true. Oh my god, I loved it. I just like if God, what a what are the first of the many piles of shit she steps in? Because that's just like a racial microaggression. It's 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 unconscious maybe behavior on her part, but it's still anti-black and yeah, um, not great. But yeah, oh my god. I hate she it. basically is just like, yeah, like she's bringing out this like alternate like mm-hmm. version of herself that is like loud and inconsiderate and all these other things. And it, it, there, there's just like so many like layers into that. And I'm sure there are people that can talk about it like more effectively than we can. Yeah. Um, but it was just like one of those moments where like when we were watching it, Andrew and I looked at each other and we were like, Shanae. <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, just, like, how her behavior changed in that yeah. moment was just, like, okay, so this definitely is, like, like edging into microaggression territory. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, like, basing off of, like, the concept of, like, there's, like, another personality she could just put on and then take off whenever she wants. And, like, mm-hmm. it's it's trying to mirror a personality she thinks that is of a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, it's so it's problematic on all of those levels, but it's also like, oh, she can just take off that personality when she wants, which is mm-hmm. like not, you know, good. And just like it's it's yeah, I mean, look at her face. You just put a page in the notes and I just can't with her. She just She's so bad. She's so bad. So, bad. Um, um, so yeah. <laughs> here's the attention she ordered. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are the problem. <laughs> Um, so the final activity of the day is like a relationship red flags obstacle course where Z-Way's like, I want to see ladies fight for love as they fought on the beaches of Normandy. Like, I guarantee one of those white women at one point said, like, my dad was in Normandy and they have no idea what kind of war it was. You know, like, (laughs) no fucking way. Uh, uh, women who will fail at the task are sent to the friend zone. Um... Elizabeth winds up in that, like, holding space. And, like, Elizabeth was somebody who previously in the episode Shanae was talking shit about because Mm -hmm. she was like, oh, she sat there. I should have sat there. Like, I can't believe she did that. Like, what a bitch. And we have no context for really why that's happening. Like, why is it just, like, her attacking Elizabeth for that when she, like, wanted to do the same thing? It was my favorite part. She was like, I mean, I would have done it too, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have been so obvious. Like, girl, your middle name is obvious. Like, sit down. Girl, you're just like, it's like literally too slow, Joe. Like, come on. Like, you were <laughs> wanting to do the same thing. So she fucking um, shoves Elizabeth off this floating piece of toast, which is not Clayton. Um <laughs> And everyone's good. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> she does that. Um... And then, even with, like, you know, Shanae, I, I keep, like, just, like, because she said Shanae so many times, I keep wanting to say it. And it's just, like, oh, my God, no. Her name is just Shanae. Um, Shanae, like, shoves her off and loses anyway. And then <laughs> Sarah ends up getting the, like, additional time. And, again, throughout this whole date, Shanae is, like, trying to do... Game of Roses, like, rules, but, like, not having read... She didn't read the assignment no, in the same way that Cassidy thinking. did. Yeah, exactly. Like, she did not read 
the book and she's just like going off of what like somebody who skimmed the book said you know <laughs> like Cassidy is not going to the end either like we know this like again I'm not spoiled but we just know like we know the pattern <laughs> it's it's not gonna work and she's like you know like she's not getting her AR points for this round Mm-mm. um so having lost at the obstacle course Shanae is like Super determined to get the rose at the cocktail party. Um, Elizabeth pulls Clayton first. So there's another, you know, like, red flag for Shanae for some reason. And um, Elizabeth and Clayton kiss. Um, Elizabeth is laughing too loud. She's having a good time with her partner in the moment. What a bitch. Uh, What a fucking cunt, right? Can you believe? Yeah. So someone would have fun with their potential partner. (laughs) And Shanae is just like, Elizabeth's fucking fake. She's two-faced. And I'm not even close to understanding (laughs) what that means for the rest of the episode. It's never explained. I don't... You can just say, like, I don't fucking like her and I'm jealous and, you know... I think that's what's happening, right? Like, she's just jealous and petty. Well, she later on kind of explains that when she was having an earlier conversation with Elizabeth and another woman, Shanae felt that Elizabeth was ignoring her. And that's where the two-faced element is. But it's barely explained. And also, that's not two-faced, you know, or whatever. I don't know. know? She's not using the words right. Like, that's I don't know what she's talking about because (laughs) that's not two-faced. That's just bad listener, if anything. Like... (laughs) And that's not even what it is. Exactly. We get an well, like, it's even, later. But if if it wasn't based on like Elizabeth's thing that she talks about, it's like no, she's just <laughs> maybe she was thinking about like a TikTok she saw once. I don't know. Like leave her alone. When you and I talk, I don't think you listen to ninety percent of the things I say. But my my accusation of you is never that you're two faced. It's just Jenna's on TikTok. Jenna's planning the next Instagram story. Thank you. <laughs> like what? Hmm. Huh, this will be a great well, joke. Now, uh, at this point, you're planning TikTok things, yeah, but, like, you know. How can I? <laughs> more to come. Um, so Clayton, is, you know, he continues speaking with the other women, and he's... Wait. Are we there yet? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Uh, right now, um, I haven't seen any major red flags, <laughs> and that's a really great feeling. He does this multiple times in the episode where he's just like... I don't know. No problems here. And it's, it, he doesn't knock on wood, and that's his problem. Like, <laughs> it, it's annoying. Um, so, Shanene informs the bachelor that at first Elizabeth was super nice to her, and then one day later, she began ignoring her and being two faced. Um, Clayton takes a minute to process. He pulls Elizabeth aside to get further clarification. He explains what's going on. And he, like, wants to hear her side of the story. And Elizabeth's just like, I don't know where that is coming from because it didn't happen. And uh, she talks about, you know, like, some of the transgressions that Shanae's done to her. Mm-hmm. And that she didn't want to bring up because she just wanted to talk about their relationship. So yeah. she actually did read the assignment, <laughs> which is where you only focus on your own relationship with yes, the dude. Exactly. Um, and then Elizabeth, you know, after that conversation, pulls Shanae for, you know, like a come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. My, like, favorite part before we get into, like, the ickiness of it all was that mm-hmm. when 
Clayton pulls Elizabeth to have that talk about, like, what happened, it, all the other girls were like, oh, my God, something must have happened. Somebody must have talked about Elizabeth negatively to Clayton. And Shanae's like, oh, I don't know who did that. That's weird. And then – but that's, like, classic. That's classic villain behavior. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is the women when when Elizabeth takes Shanae away to like, yell at her. Everyone was like, she just lied to us. Like, right? And I was it like, was... that was iconic. Oh, I love that. Um. So, yeah. Then, basically – Shanae accuses Elizabeth of ignoring her by the pool when she tried to join this conversation with NC, like I was saying earlier. And Elizabeth goes on to say that she wasn't ignoring her, that she has ADHD, she's had since she was a child, and she has hard times um, processing multiple auditory inputs. Mm-hmm. And then Shanae, like, cuts her off. <laughs> and just is like you're ignoring me and it was mean and elizabeth's like no i'm 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 trying to tell you this like is why, why that was happening yeah and like even goes as far as being really empathetic being like oh i'm, I'm sorry that that is the way you felt like mm-hmm. like that's not what i'm, I'm sorry trying. that's how it came across yeah like, sorry if it came across that way yeah like but she is like really receptive to that kind of you know like Elizabeth is yeah. really receptive to that kind of feedback and is saying, like, oh, this is not what my intention was at all. I have this condition. Um, and that's my that might be why you might have interpreted it that mm-hmm. way. And like you texted me after the episode was over and just like asked how I was doing with all of it. Mm-hmm. Um because I have I have ADHD too and I I like I think like I'm in like a space where like it's sort of like uh Shanae can't hurt me so it doesn't exist you know like, <laughs> um, but I mean like there's it's like one of those things where like if my boss said that to me mm-hmm. that would be like something really hurtful to me and like or, like, if my friend said that to me and it was unresolved, like, this ended up being unresolved, that's something that would hurt my feelings. Like, I, I'm not diminishing, like, anybody's feelings. That's just, like, how I personally, like, felt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, like, really just, like, frustrating that, like, that attitude exists i, I mean mm-hmm. even if even if it wasn't adhd even if it was just somebody like um just like the the assumption you know mm-hmm. like that i felt slighted so therefore yeah like yeah. just ask the question like hey the other day i felt this like what happened in that mm-hmm. situation like it's just like a <laughs> it's like a common decency thing you know like <laughs> Can you, like, ask a question instead of just being, like, just, like, building these, like, assumptions? Out? And, I mean, like, she's <sighs> – Shanae is just, like, not even worth energy because she's yes. getting the villain at it for attention, mm-hmm. you know? And it's mm-hmm. just, like, I think that's why I feel the way that I feel about it. But, like, just – dude, just, like, fucking ask. <laughs> ask a question. Like, mm-hmm. if you're starting to feel, like – a social situation didn't go the way you wanted it to and you want to fix it, like, do that. But that's clearly not what's happening here. Um, No, certainly not. I think it just, like, 
I agree. Like, she's really just trying to be, like, she wasn't listening, right? Like, at all. Like, she was, like, very much, like, whatever this person's saying, I'm just gonna, like, cut them off and redirect and do all these, like, things. And so I saw that as well as just a very obvious villain, you know, concept and, like, was like, I don't even think she, like, really cares, you know, about what Elizabeth is dealing with or not. But what was, like, sad is that she did then, in her attempt to just be that villain, was, like, just really harping on that part in negative Mm -hmm. ways later on where she's just like, I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. It's a lie. (laughs) Like, that, I was just like, ugh. I don't know if I'm remembering this right, but didn't at one point in the episode she say that she herself also yes. had ADHD? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't, have I don't like act like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't have, a- and even if we are going to give her a very generous read, I do not want to, like, insinuate whatsoever that Shanae also doesn't have ADHD. Like, that's not my business. Like, right. that's not anything that I want to say. I have my own thoughts about it. Those are private thoughts. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> your experience with something does not negate someone else's experience with something. Like, if we think about something as broad, like, something that people, like, do genuinely, you know, like, like, if we're talking about someone's, I, I don't know, just, like, no one's illness is yeah. the same. yeah. That does not negate someone else's experience. Like, your experience, like, is yours, and someone else's experience is theirs. And, like, just because you have two different things going on, like, there's a reason that, like, side effects for, like, antidepressant medications for some people are, like, wild diarrhea. Hello, (laughs) that's what I have. And some people's experiences are, oh, I just get to have, like, a sunnier, bright disposition. I got the diarrhea side effect, and they got to be happy. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Like, it is. And so, and to just be like, oh, I don't, I don't do this. I don't, whatever. I don't need medication for my depression. I don't need medication for my ADHD. I don't need, okay, cool, good, great, even. But, mm-hmm. like, you don't need to negate what I'm going through. And, I actually, like, it frustrates me. Like, don't you have any kind of empathy for, like, what happened? Like, it's not the same, but I was, like, gatekeeped and bullied for, like, being queer by somebody who, like, had a really horrible queer growing up experience. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, oh, you are invalid because you weren't, like, kicked out by your parents. You no, know? I was like, it's just oh. a different experience. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry that that happened to you, but I don't need to, like, what? yeah i mean like excuse me um i had like a similar experience when um for a while when we got really ahead of ourselves with the podcast i was like we're gonna like take you know like we're gonna try to like transcribe every episode i did it for one episode and i was like this took 80 hours yeah i can't do this (laughs) you know like um and we had mentioned in one post that uh, we were doing it in part for, for lots of reasons, yeah. you know, to make it, like, accessible. Um, but one of the things that we mentioned was to help people with ADHD because for me personally, I also really struggle with, like, auditory things that are going mm-hmm. on. Like, if two people are talking at once, my brain cannot figure out where to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the same as hers. That's just, like, a thing that I experienced. Right. 
And someone messaged us and was like, actually, that's not helpful for people with ADHD. And I was like, no, but it is for me. (laughs) It is helpful for me. And I have ADHD. And it's just like one of those things where like, yeah, your experience with something does. It's so valid, but it does not negate anybody else's experience with the same thing. You know, like, Mm -hmm. ah, it was just like such a. It was such a wild thing to watch. Yeah. Um, it was not fun to watch, for sure. Because it's like... Because in the end, she's just doing it to be a cunt. Yes! <laughs> so it was just like, what is going on? Why are we having to watch this, like, narrative of, like, ableism when she probably is, like, just not even trying to, like, necessarily do that? But it doesn't I mean, take like- away from the fact that it was... Like, somebody's intentions, you know, consequences, yeah. intentions, you know, we know the whole spiel, right? Who cares what her intentions were? The consequences that left a lot of people feeling really fucking invalidated, not seen, heard. I mean, the DMs were full of people just being like, this is, like, just really not fun. Because I deal with this. I'm One, one person was like, I'm afraid to talk. I'm afraid to let my job know I have ADHD because I'm afraid to get fired. Like, that's, like, mm-hmm. a real-life consequence because there's still so much like un miseducated yeah, mis- you know misinformation yeah. and like stigma around it and it's like unfortunate like what and i i like want to clarify really quickly that i like work in a workplace that like i feel comfortable talking yeah. with my boss about that but like a few years ago i was not in a similar mm-hmm. <laughs> situation and i wasn't at like a learning journey with my own mm-hmm. you know what what was going on with me yeah the other thing too is just like, Shanae mentioning that she has ADHD felt like one of those weapons. Mm-hmm. Like, weaponizing something mm-hmm. where, Oof. like, it, it like yeah. I feel like if I were on this show, I'm just going to say how I would feel. Because I, I can't <laughs> think for other people. <laughs> if I were on this show and I had a miscommunication with somebody like that where they were like, oh, well, I have ADHD. And so I think... This is where the disconnect happened. And I, if I also had ADHD, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh my gosh, I have that too. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like that would be a connection point versus like a, well, no, I have it and I'm shutting you down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Because like she said it later and not in the moment earlier mm-hmm. and like is trying to. She said it like around other women and, and like, but not like it just felt like a very bizarre well and if i remember correctly she specifically was like well i haven't i don't do that so it was like she was weaponizing it she was trying to like she wasn't doing what you just said which is like oh Mm -hmm. i have it too let's talk (laughs) let's have a drink over this like Mm -hmm. uh yeah so anyway it doesn't end well um no it does end well someone else gets the group date rose and it's not (laughs) shanae sure true 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 (laughs) Um, But it does not end well as in there is a resolution to whatever the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Clayton still doesn't know really any of the things that are happening right now. So just for that to be mentioned. Eventually Mm -hmm. there is like a scene where like all the women kind of are talking about it and they get into like a fight. And then everyone just is like standing up for Elizabeth to Shanae, um, which I thought was good, you know, considering. They're just like, you should say sorry. Because, like, Shanae was like, oh, I am sorry, but... And everyone's like, no, 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 you don't say that but part if you're actually sorry. 
And if you need to talk more, sure. But like, just say you're sorry. Just say, I'm sorry. And then Mm -hmm. you can have a conversation later if you need additional, like, you know, hand-holding in that space. (laughs) Can you imagine wanting to be on Paradise so bad (laughs) that you just, like, stoop down to, like, basically the the kind of prejudice everyone can agree like everyone can agree is wrong <laughs> like being ableist just to get on paradise like come on now that's the vibe <laughs> yeah oh my god so yeah then that happens basically everyone kind of like cassidy even like uh says um i don't like this behavior <laughs> Shanae, you and I are close, but this is not cool. Just say sorry. But, you know, that's all she can do right now. I mean, like, they're not actually close. (laughs) It's week two. She's just like, I'll throw you under the bus so I can stay here for longer than you. Which, honestly, it might be the most, like, uh, I have no business saying baller, but it's like the word that's coming to head. Like, she taught this woman the wrong behavior to do and she's like i can stay on for longer (laughs) right is that what's happening i don't fucking know i'm making wild because i read the book actually (laughs) (laughs) i skimmed the book and she didn't read anything so i told her the wrong thing so yeah um in the final moments of the episode we get this um it's like a hard turn like you know that meme where the car is like veering off (laughs) it feels like that where the attention gets removed from shanae entirely and it's like cassidy sucks let's go back to that one Uh, we didn't need to show any of what we just showed but we did anyway back over here yeah anyway ableism no let's go back to like how she sucks though (laughs) and so she basically, she's she's making out with Clayton again, and she's bragging to the women again about how the Bachelor is intimidated by, like, in a hot way about how unrelenting I am in my pursuit. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, it's like what you said earlier. Can they, like, make us like her just a little bit <laughs> or think that Clayton would like Give her just a anything. little bit? <laughs> like, throw us a fucking bone, man. Oh my God. But we find out that at one point she talked to Sierra about how she has a friends with benefits at home. And uh, good for her. <laughs> like everything everything we say about her where it's just like she's supposed to be the villain, but I'm like, yeah, good. <laughs> good, good, good. And then like the show, the whole concept of the show gets in your head where you're just like, we should hate her, but I'm just like, no, like this is fine. <laughs> You have a one in 30 shot. Yes, keep a backup at home. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, yes. Oh, my God. Um, So, and we're like, wait, what, Sierra? What are you talking about? But don't get, don't, don't be, no, no, no. The show's no, going to no. totally roll footage. Roll footage. And it's literally like the, like the, I don't know what it was, like, the early, like, 2000s when Instagram was first starting and it was, like, it was really cool for everything to be in grayscale or, like, sepia or whatever, sepia, I don't know how to pronounce that (laughs) word. It it felt like that where it was just, like, slow motion, like, camera shutter sound (laughs) and it was, like, Cassidy talking to 
Sierra. Uh, Sierra, sorry. And it was very Twilight-esque. Like the, the first movie where everybody was just like very pale, very Seattle, but like also there was a blue filter over their face. And uh, yeah, just like talking about how um, she had like a, a person back at home that she was like casually seeing. And I like, again... I feel like this sh- this would have been, like, a big deal 10 years ago. Yes. But bachelor culture hasn't caught up with, like, how, like, dating works today. Where mm-hmm. it's just, like, is it really that big of a deal that, like, you have a person that you're talking to? Like, does it matter, really? Listen. Does it matter? No, listen. And this is, like, what's great about it is I've talked about, we've talked about this, about how, like, the show is polyamory, right? Like, mm-hmm. and yet we're putting in 30 women or 30 men who theoretically have never done polyamory. And we get to watch the destruction that happens. And it's like, in this case, she probably is. <laughs> you know, or she's the, the you know, current version of millennial polyamory, which is just, I mean, a mess. Uh, speaking of somebody which who's is just dating cheating on their partners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, you know. I'm like, hell yeah, we finally got somebody in the game who knows how to play. Uh, it's just, it's so much. And like, he's dating uh, a bunch of women. She can have somebody at home. Yeah, I, I'd like, I think part of the thing that we talked about in that article that we were, you know, featured in, like some of the questions we had to ponder were like, how we were thinking about, like, how is the show behind on the times? How does it catch up with the culture? And I'm yeah. just like, the show hasn't changed since social media dating became a thing. Yeah. Like, we saw this in BIP, like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, how does the game change mm-hmm. when they can message each other on Instagram before mm-hmm. they're on the show, before they're cast? It changed the whole show, but they never adapted the actual show. So mm-hmm. it's just like... In, like, in the most basic function when they're back on, like, caveman, like, bachelor shit where it's just, like, one person, you know, like, it, it's it's not making any sense. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, yeah. It's wild. Ugh. And it's it, they it, it just keeps showing more and more each season. Mm-hmm. We're going to have more of these <laughs> storylines. You know, we're going to have another Brandon and Piper, you know? Like, all of them are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And they're not they're not getting with the times for sure. It's so silly. Yet here we are still watching it. But okay, this is my favorite part before we get to the end. Sierra's like to Clayton, she's like, oh, whatever, all the stuff we just said about how she has a man at home, etc. And she says, yeah, so anyway, I guess the guy said to her on FaceTime days before she met you that he wants to do nasty things with her. And I was like, what is this random detail that Sierra knows? I'm obsessed. What She's do you great. think it is? What's the nasty thing? Mm, he saw the red flag challenge of the peanut butter and jelly and bread, and he wants to wrap her up in a blanket with peanut butter and jelly and pretend that she's a little... And one of them's allergic, but they have to do it anyway. Yes, yes. That's some de- degradation kink shit right there. Um... <laughs> I feel like The Bachelor is just degradation <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's probably why I like it, because I like that kink. 
I finally remembered my answer to the first question. If Evan Bass said he was excited to meet me, I'd pee my pants. Like, truly. I was talking about it earlier. I'll talk about it every week. Like That's the season's thread. That, that little guy. Like, I... <laughs> he messaged me one time on Instagram. Oh, my God. I, I, had, I had given... Like, he was, like, doing this thing that was, like, actually really funny. I don't even remember what it was, but I just, like, messaged him, and I was like, this made my week. Thank you. And he, like, messaged me back, like, two minutes later, and I was like, you're married to my... F- like, Carly is, like, my person. Yeah. Like, I love Carly. And I was just like, I can't be as excited about this as I am. So I kept it to myself. But, um, yeah. And I think, like, if... If there were a person, might even be, like, similar seasons. If, uh, what is that man's name, the horrible one, that asked me if, Leo, uh, like, who hurt me? Yeah, yeah. Leo. <laughs> he asked me who hurt me, and I was like, um, oh, my God, I'm gay. <laughs> um, he said, what man hurt me? And he blocked me before I could say, I'm gay. Um. <laughs> If Leo were like, I'm excited to meet her, uh, I would be really devastated by that. Yeah, because you realize, is, like, you just did not make a big enough fuck you impression on this man. And, oh. like, also, I feel like, I mean, like, if anybody from Bachelor Nation were to live in Portland, it would be Kendall, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And he was really interested in her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he just might have a thing for, like... Mm. quirky girl yeah as soon as you said it i was like oh i really do see this happening yeah and i think that's why he specifically sent you that (laughs) he's like i wanted my god but then he blocked you because he was too afraid oh my god well it did take me a really long time to come up with that i was like oh i forgot i'm queer (laughs) (laughs) i was like well i feel like the first man that hurt you was your dad when he left but yeah, thanks, Jennifer. My mom, not you. And I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and me. <laughs> oh, and you. <sighs> We're just constantly in a, a hurt feedback loop. But so- anyway, uh, this whole episode sucked. Um, <laughs> we didn't get any closure on it, so we have to see who goes home Next week, he he I, Clayton threatens to take a rose back from Cassidy. Um, no, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Jesse's gonna be like, I don't know how this works because I took my rose back from my future wife and married someone else instead. Um, I just I don't see Cassidy going home next week. She's too but good. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. I if he surprises me, that'd be great. Because right now he's doing everything I expect him to do. True. Dumb true, little true, slut. True. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like. Anyways, this episode sucked. <laughs> anyways, this episode sucked. Jenna loved it. Um, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, next week. I mean, the first the. Second, third, fourth episodes are a little weird to me. I feel like it gets better when we start knowing the people more and we get rid of, like, one of these, like, real random bullshit villains, you know? Oh, my God. I want them to bring back the two-on-one so badly. And I want Cassidy and Shanae to go on it. 
two villain, a two, two. villain two on one. Oh boy. Make me a producer. I can like, just for one season, I could really fuck up this show. <laughs> just get like, make me in charge of one episode. <laughs> I could really do something. I could really make a difference. I could really do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Petition to make that happen. Oh my god, just one, just one episode. The dates mm-hmm. would be really funny. And change.org right now. <laughs> Let us have a we did it, Joe situation. Just one. They're so afraid of us, I think. We're on like a block list for people. I've been told that. I've been told we're on a block list for people. I don't think we'll ever interview anyone. That's okay. That's vital to the, <laughs> the, the franchise. I think it's fair that we're out of contention. <laughs> we have to take a shit like a minimum of like two times per episode anyway. So like I don't even think we could make it through like an entire nine hour work interview. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. So true. Uh, well, Cucks, we did it again. We made it through another week of the show. We don't have to watch next week. Oh, it's true. Next, yeah. Next week is football. <laughs> football, also known as Martin Luther King Day. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, they're taking that day off. And uh, we will see you guys the following week, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. We are going to record our Patreon episode this weekend with Molly, as mentioned earlier. So, yeah, good time if you really need uh, a fix of Date Card Pod fart noises. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash datecardpod. Um, it's going to get, it's going to get wild and nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Three queers in one room. Are oh, you kidding? Oh boy. Um, and other than that, y'all, we love you. Take care. Love ya. Drink. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at datecardpod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Date Card Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye! Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.